This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. As our world transitions from the hardships of 2020 into an anticipated better world of 2021, Pastor Ray feels strongly that above all others, Christians need to hear messages on hope. Because the world can truly be a hopeless place, in the weeks ahead, he's going to dedicate several series messages to hope, encouragement, dreams, and the dangers of discouragement. In this first series, All About Hope, he dedicates his first four days of instruction to define what hope is. And with examples from the life of Abraham you've probably never heard before, illustrates its powerful working partnership with faith. Scripture says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Therefore, if there is no hope, you simply have hopeless faith, and walking by faith becomes merely wandering by faith. In making your dreams a reality, you'll need to hear all about planning, preparing, praying, and perseverance too. Stay tuned as we learn all about hope. Come with me to the book of Proverbs, chapter 23. And... um, Today we're going to talk about how to bring your hopes and dreams to reality in your life. And um, if we're going to call this anything, I mean, I'm going to give you four P's today. Four P's, four words that begin with the letter P that you need to put into operation if you want to see your hopes and dreams. And by, by no means is this an exhaustive list. This is just really some things that I thought about that I've done in my life. And really my whole purpose for everything that I do is to just help God's people to grow and to prosper and to receive all the good things that God has for you up ahead. Now, one of the things that you have to bear in mind as we uh, you know, go through this is that remember that Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And really my whole purpose is to just help people um, as I have learned and am walking into some degree in the abundant life that Jesus has won for me to teach people Uh, that call me their pastor or look to me for spiritual guidance, ways that I've put into practice or things that I've done in my my life uh, to to get myself to walk in that abundance and to walk into the good things that God has for me. How many of you are interested in walking in the best that God has for you, right? So these are just principles from God's word that I've learned, and I want to go over them today a little bit, and we'll talk about the four P's or the four words that begin with P that will help you to get to your vision, get to your desire, and get to the place that you want to get to, all right? Uh, Bringing your hopes and dreams to reality. So in Proverbs 23, um, well, the very first word, let me give the first word. The first word is plan. Everybody say plan. Now, plan speaks to vision. Plan speaks to uh, setting up and having a vision for your future, If you don't know where you're going to go, where you want to go, you're never going to get there. You've got to have some sort of a plan or idea of where it is that you want to go. And one of the things that I, you know, I think is uh, one of the big problems that we have, just not even the body of Christ, but I just relate to the body of Christ because that's where I live. But um, 
I think one of the problems we have is that people aren't really dreaming or thinking or, or kind of stuck and think they have to be stuck. Uh, you're never going to get anywhere in your life until you start to cast out some dreams or some visions. Now, that kind of ties in with this verse I wanted to look at in Proverbs 23. It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. You will never, you will never grow stronger, bigger, more prosperous than what you think about yourself uh, you know, basically what you think about yourself. Whatever you're thinking about yourself is ultimately going to come to pass in your life. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If you think of yourself as a failure, you will always be a failure. If you think of yourself insecure and you can't do it, you will always be insecure and never get anything done. If you always think of yourself as being um, insufficient, you will always come up insufficient. For as a man thinks in his heart. Now this is a very powerful Bible principle and one that we gloss over or many of us have, you know, one of the dangers we have with being a Christian for a long period of time is that we've got some of these verses so down, so, you know, Im embedded in our thinking that we just repeat them, but they don't have life anymore. For as a man thinks in his heart, so as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So this idea of vision, this idea of planning, our first word plan, um, if you don't think something bigger than yourself, you'll never be bigger. If you never cast out a vision or a plan or a desire that you might have uh, that's, that's bigger than what you are right now, you'll never grow any larger than where you are. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. And so many people are stuck in small thinking about themselves. You see, if you, if you think of yourself as a success, you will be successful. If you think of yourself as doing something better than you're doing right now, you'll do better things. If you think of yourself and see yourself before you actually get there as, you know, like, like some people are stuck in a job and are stuck in what they're doing and they don't like what they're doing, they don't like where they are, but they have no vision. They don't see themselves progressing from that place to a better place in their life. That's why the, this principle is so powerful that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's why you've got to think right thoughts about yourself. That's why you have to first see yourself the way God sees you. you. You may have failed at everything in your life, but God does not see you as a failure, therefore you should not see yourself as a failure. God doesn't call you a failure, so you shouldn't call yourself a failure. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, and ultimately you're going to produce in your life the things you think about yourself. Whatever, whatever thoughts you have about yourself is ultimately what you will become. Now, you know, I think about my own life many years ago. Now, I, I would never say that I was shy, but I maybe a little intimidated at, at times, maybe feeling a little inferior at times, always thinking people were better than me and people could do it better than I could do it and say it better than I could say it. Anybody, you know, you might be struggling with that. And this is going way back. But when I came to the realization that I had some stinking thinking going on in my mind, how was I ever going to get to a better place in my life? I had to begin to look and to think about myself in a different way. I had to see myself doing the very things that maybe I was afraid to do or intimidated or, you know, didn't think I could do. I had to begin to see myself doing those things. Because the way you think about yourself or the thoughts that you think about yourself, ultimately you're going to become all of that that's in your, in your mind. So, so as a man thinketh, so is he. If you think like a success, you'll be a success. If you think like you could, do a, you could get a better job, you'll get a better job. If you think like the manager instead of just the servant, you'll be the manager. If you think like, I'll tell you, I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. Um, I was, uh, I was in, in the gym the other day and I was talking to one of the young guys there. And, and he, was, he, was saying, he was saying like, you know, 
um, all the things that were wrong with the, with the gym. You know, this is wrong, that's wrong, they don't do this right, they don't do this right. So I turned to him and I said to him, let me ask you a question. I was really setting him up. He didn't know it, but I was setting him up. I said, let me ask you a question. How would you do things differently if you owned the gym? And he said, well, to be honest, it was like dead silence for me. He says, well, you know, I never thought of it. And I said, that's your problem. Yeah. That's your problem. You never, if you don't think like you own the place, you will never open up your own place. If all you do is criticize and be negative and look at the negative side of things, that's all you will ever produce in your life is negativity. But if you look at it and say, now, now I look back to, now this is, real, this, is, this is where the rubber meets the road stuff today, okay? There's going to be no spit and cotton and, and emotional stuff here. I'm just giving you, I'm giving you straight teaching today. When I, was, when, I, when I first started out many years ago in the Assemblies of God Church, that's over 25 years now, um, 30 years that, ago that I actually started uh, in that church. And, I, and I, as I was progressing through those five years that I was in that ministry, I realized, now this is not criticism, because every pastor has to run his church the way that he feels led of the Lord to run his church. So I would never get in anybody's way and try to tell them how to run their family or run their church or run anything. Every, every man's got to run whatever they're responsible for the way they feel God is leading, as long as, as, long as you're doing it with some good results. Amen? And I can remember back then that, that I saw things, and I said to myself along the way, I said, well, if I ever had my own church, I wouldn't do it that way. I would do it this way. If I, if I was in this situation, I wouldn't make that decision. I would make this decision. I was actually thinking, putting myself in his place and saying, if this were mine, this is how I would do it. What I didn't realize is that I was actually setting a vision and setting forth through this particular principle, as a man thinketh in his heart, I was setting myself up to walk into my own ministry. And a lot of the things that I do today and a lot of the things the way I run this ministry today were learned way back then, 30 years ago, in that Assemblies of God church. I learned how not to do some things or why not to do some things. And I'm still carrying those with me to this day. You see, you see as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so often people don't ever get out of um, the place that they're in because they can't think beyond where they are. They're stuck in their thinking. Your stinking thinking is what's keeping you trapped. You have to see yourself doing better. You have to see yourself creating more. You have to see yourself uh, not living in an apartment for the rest of your life. You'll never get out of an apartment if all you have is apartment thinking. You'll never get out of that if you're afraid to see yourself in a house. You'll never, see, you'll never get out of that apartment if you don't see yourself you know, cutting, mowing the lawn or, or, you know, watering the grass or planting flowers. You'll never, you'll never get out of that place until you begin to see yourself in that place. Now, I'm not teaching some sort of um, new age thing here. This is a Bible principle. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. I mean, I, I realized a long time, I had to change some thinking about myself because I didn't like the way I was, you see. And it was cramping my style. It, you, you're never going to get to, right. I mean, I had big dreams and visions, but I couldn't be thinking what I was thinking about myself and walk into those big dreams and desires up ahead. So as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And um, so it's so, so very important for us to realize that this is the vision portion or the vision part of what we're talking about today, the planning. You see, if you don't, if you don't have some good thoughts about where you want to be, you'll never set that vision and that plan. You'll never, you'll, never, you'll never get to a better place. If you don't like your job, what are you doing? Are you just complaining about it? Or are you thinking 
Are you dreaming? Are you seeing yourself out of that place and beginning to set down a vision up ahead and, and a plan and say, you know, I, I, I'm going to get to a better place? See, it's, it's in this phase or in this place where a lot of people are really hindered and stopped and halted because of the, the dumb thinking that we do about ourselves. Because we don't see ourselves accomplishing more. We don't see ourselves having more or being in a better place. And one of the biggest things, I, I believe, one of the biggest uh, challenges we have in the body of Christ is that we're just not dreaming big enough dreams. We're not thinking big enough thoughts. And yet, Jesus said, you know, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. But you're never going to walk an abundant life until you see yourself. See, um, if you see yourself as poor, you'll always be poor. If you think of yourself as always losing, you'll always lose. If you, if you see yourself as being less than everybody else, you'll always be less than everybody else. You've got to begin to see yourself rising to a new level. You've got, that's how, it's the only way you're going to get a vision. Most people don't get anywhere is because they, they don't know where they're going. And the only reason why they don't know where they're going is because they're afraid. They're just happy with the status quo. One man said this, if I always, done, if I always do what I've always done, I'll always have what I've always had. Nothing will ever change. And that's where this first phase of if we're going to see our visions and our dreams come to fruition, come to reality, be manifested in our lives, then we're going to have to understand, we're going to have to start thinking some different things about ourselves. And don't let stinking thinking prevent you from dreaming some big dreams in your life. See, I, I'm, just, I'm just believing that in this house, we're going to see some people step up to places and positions of power and positions of wealth and positions of success and making inroads into this, uh, into this society, maybe even governmental positions, just, just progressing, progressing because you see yourself doing it. Come on, somebody in this house. You see... So for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So you've got to be careful what you're thinking about yourself. You've got to be careful the way you look at yourself. Um, there are many things that I'm doing today that started way back there, 25, 30 years ago. I had to begin to see myself doing what I'm doing today and say, I can do that. I could be the pastor of a larger church. I can pastor a church of 1,000 or 1,500. Now I've got to see myself as I can pastor a church of 2,000 or 2,500 or 3,000. I can not only pastor the, I see myself pastoring, but I could see myself traveling around and helping other pastors uh, to build up their churches and to you know, help minister to their people. You're never going to get to a place until you see yourself doing it. Come on. As a man thinketh in his heart. An extremely powerful principle from the Word of God. All right. So another, another scripture that goes with this first word, plan, um, it's going to go like this. Um, Habakkuk, chapter 2, and verse 2 and 3. Habakkuk. And, um, of course, if you're using the iPad, all you have to do is push the little thing up here, and Habakkuk comes right up. Just put in chapter 2, verse 2, and it pops right up. You don't have to flip pages anymore. I like it. But you better have your paper back up. And don't you stop using your Bible because then you won't know how to find anything in the Bible anymore. All right. So Habakkuk says it this way, chapter 2 and verse 2 and 3. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So, so if I'm going to get to see my dreams and visions become a reality, according to this verse, I've got to write it down. I've got to put it down on some paper. You see, um, 
it's like I gave this illustration this morning. When I first bought my house, um, it wasn't the, you know, it wasn't my dream house. But you see, uh, uh, I looked at the house and, and I didn't look at all that was wrong. I looked at all the possibilities there could be. So what I did, see, most people don't do that. Most people will, uh, you know, they want somebody else's vision. They want somebody else to do it and they want to walk in and just possess it. But they don't want to have any vision of their own. They don't want to work to make their vision happen. And that's why nothing ever comes to pass in their lives because they're always following after somebody else's vision instead of creating their own vision. Ooh, I don't know where that came from. That came from the depths of my soul. So, so I, I saw the house and I, I saw what I could do with it. So I began to plan in my mind how I would, would, would redo things or how I would want things done. Now, I didn't have the money at that time to do this. See, that's another thing. Oftentimes, people are afraid to plan because they, they don't see the provision. But here, let me tell you something. The provision comes, listen to me, the provision comes once you set out the vision. Provision always follows the vision. Did you hear what I said? Provision always follows the vision. If there's no vision, there's nothing, no reason for God to get you any provision. You set out the vision, God will make sure that the provision is there to accomplish your vision. Wow. So I began to dream and I began to, in my mind, begin to sketch, you know, how I would do things, how I would rearrange things. How could I make this into the house that I want it to be? And I began to write it down and I began to make lists of the things that I would want and how, where I would put them and what I would want. And that became my vision. And as I had a vision and as I mulled over my vision... It wasn't too long down the road where the provision came and it didn't all come at once. I mean, I wish I could have done that, just ripped the whole house apart and done it. But I had to do it in increments. But as the provision came, I got the job done and one by one by one, I transformed the whole house into what I wanted it to be. Now it fits me and my personality and it suits my lifestyle. But if you don't ever have a plan, you'll never get anything done. The plan is the map. The plan is the blueprint. You see, uh, you're going to go build a house. The very first thing you have to do is have a blueprint so that the carpenters know what to accomplish and what to do and how to, you know, where everything goes. So, so the very first part of getting to getting our dreams and our visions and our desires to reality is that we have to plan. Now, the things that I learned in this Habakkuk chapter two verse is simply this. Um, make a plan, write it down, keep it before you. And here's another one. Review it often. You have to review that plan on a regular basis. Otherwise, you're never going never gonna to get anywhere. Even to this day, I keep going over um, the church and what we're doing and constantly looking at that, um, making sure that we're on course. So Proverbs 24, <coughs> verse 3 <coughs> and 4, this is a great verse. Now, this is out of the New Living Translation. I think it's, I think it's the New Living Translation. It says, any enterprise is built by wise planning become strong through common sense and profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. So, so the, the word of God is giving us some very pointed teaching here. Any enterprise, any, any enterprise is built by wise planning, common sense, and keeping abreast of the facts. So, so you ought to write those three things down. Um, if you're going to, you know, your home could be your, your enterprise, your business, whatever it is that you want to do in the future. It says, wise planning becomes strong through common sense. Now, just because we're believers and we walk by faith doesn't mean we throw away our common sense. When we, we use our common sense with our faith, 
And, you know, you don't just throw away common sense. So wise planning, common sense, and keeping abreast of the facts are going to bring you to your destination and bring you to the fulfillment of your dreams and desires and to bring your, your hopes and dreams to reality. Um, but you see, a lot of times Christians don't follow the directives of God's word. And they don't think you have to plan. One man said it this one, no one ever planned on failing. They just planned to fail, right? Or I should say they, they failed to plan. That's what I meant to say. I had that backwards, sorry. No one ever planned on failing. Listen to me. They just failed to plan. They just never planned. And if you don't plan, if you don't have a vision, if you don't see a future, if you don't know where you want to go, if you don't do the first part of this, the planning part, and you say, I'm going to jumpstart some of you because I think some of you are so stuck that you can't see yourself progressing or doing better and you are hopeless and helpless and you're wandering by faith instead of walking by faith. And, and, and really, that's my heart's desire because I want to see everybody progress and I'm believing that in this house, we're going to see some people jump up to a level that they, you know, just are dreaming about right now, but because they're putting the principles of God's word into operation, into action, they're going to begin to see things change in their life. So any enterprise is built. Wise planning, you've got to have a plan. It becomes strong through common sense. Don't throw away your common sense because you're, you walk by faith. You've got to keep your common sense. God gave you common sense to help you and to protect you. And then it says... It, it profits wonderfully through keeping abreast of the facts. I do that all the time. I'm checking everything here all the time. Keeping abreast, keeping up on what's going on around me. So the very first P that we talk about is the planning. You've got to have a plan. Do you want to be in a better place next, in the next 12 months than you are right now? Do you want to be earning more money than you are right now? Do you want to live in a nicer place real soon? Do you want to come out of an apartment and be in a house? The amens are getting weaker. Do you want to drive a brand new car instead of a second-hand car? Well, then pay attention to what I'm saying here today and begin to put it. You've got to, plan. You've got to see yourself driving in that brand new car. Smell the leather even before you sit in it. Don't see yourself on the other side of the desk. See yourself sitting in the desk. Don't see yourself as just an employee. See yourself as a manager, a director, a vice president, the owner of the company. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, because your life will never progress above the level that you think about yourself. If you don't see yourself doing it, you never will. Wow, man, this is, that is such a powerful thought right there. And begin to plan accordingly. Begin to plan your life out. Put the plan out there, all right? So the very first P is plan. Let's go a little deeper. The second P is prepare. Everybody say prepare. prepare. Well, first say plan. plan. That's the vision. Number two, say prepare. prepare. Right? The planning part is the vision part. It's the dreaming part. But you're never going to get anywhere if you just stay in the, in the dreaming part. You're going to be nothing but a dreamer. You've you got to get beyond the dream, and you've got to begin to do something. The prepare part, the second P, is We'll give this verse here, James 2, 26. For as the body is without, the spirit is dead. So faith without works is dead also. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, Pastor Ray? ny.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's pastorayny.com. 